This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back, everybody, especially the two of my brothers. Nice to see you guys again. Andy, we've been here this entire time. Wait, you, you don't you don't go away after we finish? No, I just feel like we've been on every episode for a while. There was a bit there where we missed a bunch. Yeah, early on. Basically yeah. pre-COVID, you boys had lives and the podcast wasn't important. <laughs> out with your older brother was not as important as it is now. Well, it's more and, Greg. And that will, it'll revert back to that once, mm-hmm. you know. I have better and cooler friends to hang out with than you guys. So you mean if it reverts? <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't and I'm just stuck with you two chumps, I'm, I'll, <laughs> I'll honestly take my own life. <laughs> ah, good to see you too. Anyway, this is 2002 week nine in Orchard Park, New York. Right? It's not technically Buffalo, is it? I don't know. Is that track? <laughs> Fuck, is Buffalo. Are yeah. the Bills Stadium in Buffalo? Or. It is. It's like in the suburbs. It's like. Yeah. You're just driving past houses, houses, is houses. Buffalo boom, a city? Mm. I think so. Ooh, I think. Siri. Is <laughs> Buffalo a city? According to WN.com, Buffalo Plo is the city in western New York in the seat of Erie County. Located on the eastern shores of Lake Erie. I didn't ask where it's fucking. Jesus. I did. I hate Siri so much. Dude. I've been trying. I, like, I took like two years off from Siri when they invented it, and I was like, technology's not there yet. I'll come back when I think it will be. And I came back, and it still blows. I'm not a big talker to technology. So, Greg, you, you know how you feel when you ask Siri something? Yeah. It's a similar feeling we get when we say, hey, stat check. <laughs> Should we just start calling Greg Siri? Yeah. <laughs> well, we were calling him Alexa for a while. But the call, difference we, wait, wait, we can call him Greery. <laughs> the difference is when you insult me, like you just did, yeah. you can see my reaction and get some satisfaction in knowing that you hurt me on the inside, right? Theory <laughs> right. is just like, please don't say that. <laughs> I want Siri to be offended. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'll program that in. I'm in on that. Tell her she's a goddamn bitch. <laughs> uh, speaking of batches, this is the game that uh, I don't even remember what channel it was that was broadcasting this, but they deem this the Bledsoe Bowl mm. because it drew Bledsoe in his revenge game against the team that traded him in the division after giving him a 10-year, $100 million contract. It's so bold. And he was doing well so far this season. They were the number one offense, right? Uh, they were up there. I know Bledsoe himself was second in the NFL in passing yards per game and touchdown passes coming into this. I feel like the commentator said they were the number one offense. I mean... It would make sense. Me. Like Eric Moulds... Travis Henry. Over under is 47 and a half. So yeah. pretty high. Yeah, there were uh, 
they're putting up a lot of points too. I don't think their defense would play very well because they were right. losing games like 40 to 43 in overtime. I think that the first few games went to overtime. Uh, but they came into this game at five and three on a three game win streak. They were one game behind the um, AFC East leading Miami Dolphins, who I think were five and two. Um, but they beat the Texans, Dolphins, and Lions coming in. So I have Dolphins. a confession to make. Uh oh. Well, like I had kept myself intentionally in the dark on when the slide was going to end, mm. you know? Yeah, we talked about that. I last knew week. this was the longest losing streak of the Patriots dynasty. Mm. And I didn't know when it was going to end, but then I saw the bills and I was like, well, Tom Brady's like 28 to three against the bills. And I know exactly I can like list off all three losses. <laughs> so he's definitely going to win this game. Yeah. So I came, I came into it kind of with a similar feeling, except I knew what the score was. Uh, because I have to just to put the show notes together. Throw it out there. Uh, well, do you want to do the honors? Uh, I don't remember. Shitload to nothing. Uh, 38 to 7 was the final score. Yeah, it was a shellacking. Yeah. Um, and I think 38 was actually probably higher than the amount of Bills fans left in the stadium. Uh, for the Dude, there's a ton draft. of Pats fans there, though. Yep, there's a good amount, which the both announcers seem surprised by. You're not taking into account that Buffalo is drivable from New England, but they did. But they yeah, also but threw out a bunch of cred to Bills Mafia. Yeah, I mean, you have to consider it is drivable, but why would anybody want to go there? Because they're cheaper tickets than Foxborough. <laughs> Were they at that <laughs> point though? I don't know. They lost, like, they lost four in a row. You know, like huh? this isn't like the Patriots tickets we know and hate. No, and it's the city of Buffalo. Shoot. Like, you go there, you go to the game, then you go home. You're not, like, going for the nightlife and also catching a game. Yep. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, that's what you would do, right? You would go oh, well, yeah, but, you to know. the casino and uh, what's it? Niagara Falls. Yeah. Or, yeah. That's I, on the I, way. I revel in the filth, though, you know? <laughs> and I don't think <laughs> oh, a lot of know. people that are jet setters, like, <laughs> love, like, a grimy, dirty time. Or I, I, believe, I believe the phrase is pig and shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Happy is a big should I believe it yeah. is the entire phrase, which sums mm-hmm. up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the this, Patriots, the Patriots punted once this game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just I enjoyed that the announcers called out and they showed some Bills fans in the stadium, like looking like Dorothy from Wizard of Oz, and like they had like a Wizard of Oz character going on. It's good to know that like Bills Mafia is pre-social media. Oh yeah, no. This mm. was yeah. Even this was you know they're not. You, you can you can tell that Bills Mafia is not doing it for the social media fame. Maybe that's like yeah. supercharged a little bit, but it's always been there. That's deep, that's deep been down, my take about this. Yeah. yeah, and that's like the, the the huge difference between like the uh, whatever the twelfth man that Seattle does, yep. whatever they call it, the twelves. Yeah. That's yeah. the the big difference, right? Really passionate fan base, but they are so fucking corny and forced, and like you can tell they're doing it to like, hey, look at me. Whereas Buffalo, it's the most authentic, ridiculous fan base ever. A hundred percent. Yeah, and I hope they never change. And part of me thinks that they aren't like on social media, so they'll never even realize that they have this following. They haven't got the internet up in Buffalo yet. Hopefully they don't listen to this podcast. We just got it now in New Hampshire, so they'll get it next 10 years or so. Yeah, there were some uh, 
Uh, so actually, yeah, let's let's do the let's give a watchability score. Um, Greg, you don't have to because you didn't watch it. Okay, I'm sure. But Steve, did you, you have a did you actually watch it, Greg? No, I watched the highlights. Okay. Do you want to? Give um, I give it oh. like three Lombardies and one ASC championship as like a competitive game. Not very competitive, but nothing like snapping the slide by absolutely burying the Bills. Yeah, see, I disagree with you Whoa. because going into this, like we've been doing a month of Patriots losses on this podcast. We record once a week, and the last four weeks have been like more and more brutal losses. Wait, is that it? Was only four games in a row they lost? Yeah, count them. That's the longest losing streak in Patriots history is four games in a row. Yeah, you made it. How do you feel? Uh, vindicated. It was, uh, like Chargers, a new man, Dolphins, like a new appreciation. Broncos. Yeah. So it's four games, but there was a bye week. Wait, can, we, can we take a moment and appreciate that? Yeah. The longest losing streak is four games. Right. And we almost stopped doing the podcast because of it. The Lions lost all 16 in a year. <laughs> That's insanity. Yeah. Didn't the, the Tampa Bay Bucks lose like 20-something over two seasons? Yeah. Yeah, they almost went two full seasons before they won their first football game. I can't, I, I can't wrap my head around being a fan of a team that's just so bad. Well, but... The, because, the, like, we were Patriots fans when we were little kids. But we were little kids, you know? Yeah, we didn't really know. I can't imagine being a 30-year-old man and being like, yeah, well, the Lions are going to suck dick again. We're going to make a bunch of dumb front office moves and we're going to draft a wide receiver in the first round. That's just what we do. Um, the Celtics were kind of dog shit for a while there. It's true. What? Just played so many early, early Pierce. Yeah, early Pierce. I mean, the Pierce and Antoine were fun to watch, but yeah. I mean, and they, they won that one won. playoff game against Indiana, which we enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And then they pulled it together at the end of it. Like, like they ruins too, though. Yeah, like, but they've too, always been competitive. Like all the Boston teams have been like on and off competitive at least some point. Yeah, yes. I mean, there's, there's been lives. a few years here and there, like the uh, Bobby Valentin Red Sox year. Mm-hmm. The Celtics sure. rebuild year was, was pretty yeah. bad, but like having one team just be awful for super duper long, especially if it's like your favorite team, that's gonna be so tough. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because I don't really give a shit about the other sports. Like you guys, the Patriots were bad. Be- that's because you're close-minded. I just I you know what I like I'm, again. I watched this game and I I I felt very a well, sense of appreciation. Like this is the worst that you have to deal with for the next. 18 years. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's like this game was kind of the sports uh, equivalent of like going on a really long car ride, say, to Buffalo, New York, and getting out like busting having a piss and taking that piss and it's just like the relief and the feeling Mm. of it. Or, you know, I'm sure there's other examples that we won't get into, but... What, like what? Shaving your half beard off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. And just, just feeling the lightness. Well, yeah. Is that, I mean, like that feeling a deep sense of regret or <laughs> immediate regret? I'll be on a Bills fan. <laughs> Something like wake or, up every like, morning, Greg. Or going camping for a week. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at yourself in the mirror and you feel shame. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it's being a bill. <laughs> but no, I'm talking about like, you know, you go camping for a week and, you know, you, you get all super dirty, never feel clean. Then you come home and take a first shower. shower. Yeah, exactly. You sleep in your, your clean bed that first night. That's what this football game felt like to me. I agree. And I'm, I'm not discounting that, but it was only four games. Only? This is the longest losing streak we've had to endure and will have to endure. Oh, but like we've had to endure. Like think about all the other people we've had on this podcast and we will have in the podcast of like, God, just <laughs> Cleveland Browns fans. But also Detroit Lions to like expectations too. Exactly. Of, it doesn't feel that bad when you're not coming off a Super Bowl. Yeah, when you're expected to lose. Right. Still though, I think it's <laughs> I mean, you get like a, you get an odd bone here and there with like a, an occasional win, and you're like four and twelve. Like, yeah, but yeah, but the, you're you're playing. Better. Yeah, you're playing not to have a good season, but to have yeah. good games within a season. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's but what this I'm, game felt like I've played on soccer teams like that. Like, <laughs> there are oh, there yeah. are some Cleveland Browns fans out there who would love to do the same sort of podcast idea of rewatching every Cleveland Browns game from 2001, but they're like. Actually, we absolutely blow the entire I, I time. I don't think they would, though. I don't even think that would cross their mind because they, they yeah. haven't had any success. It's like, why would you? That, anybody that sucks for them, though. That's why we're going to do it for them. Browns right. on Browns. While we're Browns, on Browns on Browns on Browns. <laughs> Browns on Browns on Browns. Don't think I haven't looked up how many uh, players named Brown have started for the Cleveland Browns over the years. How many? Uh, there are one, two, three, stat stat check. Check. five, six, seven, eight, eight. Mm-hmm. Courtney, Courtney Brown and Jim. Courtney Brown. Oh yeah. Oh, are we going to do this? All right. Yep. Uh, right. Jim. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Courtney Brown. You'll know. That's all I got. Because he know, Well, I know any. Played for the Patriots. Yeah. More recently. Uh, more recently, Courtney Brown. Defensive lineman. Malcolm built, Brown. Bill like a square. Malcolm Brown. No. Built like a square. Yeah. Named Brown? I got nothing. Oh, sorry. Now I'm thinking somebody else. <laughs> uh, he's say. a cornerback for Philly for a long time. Oh. Uh, Chris Brown. Chris Malcolm. Did, Malcolm yeah. Brown. Uh, no, Sheldon Brown. Sheldon Brown. Sheldon yeah. Brown. Uh, so Sheldon Brown, Courtney Brown, Lomas Brown. I believe was uh, a tackle. Remember him? Speaking of Sheldon, tune in this Sunday (laughs) for Young Sheldon. That's we haven't got any of those about sports. Yeah, Yeah, it's fucking Young Sheldon commercials. I am. I have been surprised by how often they're pushing the fantasy football angle. Yeah, it started. Like to me, in my head, fantasy didn't start until like Randy Moss and yeah, Tom. This is Brady. like uh, the CBS one too, which I think is a paper. Yeah, but like it's it's strange to see like in two thousand and one and even two thousand two, like NFL dot com. Well, AOL keyword NFL dot com. Yeah. Fantasy, <laughs> you know, like it was weird how early they were pushing it. Yeah, that's true. Do we want to talk about these bills? I guess. So yeah, I just I just want to set the scene though for me watching this game. Yeah, I made it into a little event. I ran myself a bath, poured some oh. a glass of wine, lit some candles. Really? Watching. I took no notes. Just do just you, do you even have a bathtub in your house? Yeah. Do you do. bathe? Uh, not often, but yes. I like what I like you, to save it up what, for a week. So then that that, what, that first. 
kind of kind salts. of bassy taking. Yeah, you yeah. put like Epsom salts in there. Like, oh yeah, bubbles. Yeah, Epsom salts. Yeah, sometimes a bath bomb. Oh. See the thing. The thing about bass that is, it's always like uh, decreasing returns. Right. The best part is getting in when it's super hot, and then it just gets right. worse and worse. So I don't. I don't really like bass for that. Now reason. you got to keep the hot water running. That's yeah. what Kelly told me. That's a genius close, idea. Yeah. But my problem with bass is I'm too big for them. So I can never what, like get your penis? all the way underwater. <laughs> yeah, my, my, the head floats. It's well, weird. That, that, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it floats. And then the top sticks out and gets cold. Dick won't fit in the top. <laughs> no, my knees don't. That cold knees. Oh, that's uh, yeah. Oh, Lordy. So this, yeah, this was an Can't take baths. See, so watch. <laughs> It's either I take the bath or the dick takes a bath. It's my favorite ones. Yeah, I usually shower, but then I'll, after I'll take a bath, a dick bath. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I, I did think the Bills were super stacked on offense. Oh, God. Yeah. They had Drew Bledsoe, who was still legit as fuck back then. Yeah. No matter what you yeah, say. I think this was like his best year. Yeah. At least up until this point it was. They had uh, those two sick receivers. Eric Mole and Peerless Price. Who was the third receiver that was also super good as a rookie? Josh Reed. He played pretty well. Yeah, Josh Reed. Uh, Jay Reimersma. (laughs) Sweet name for time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Travis Henry. Like, Greg, isn't he in your number one Hall of Fame of kids, right? Oh, yeah. He's got very good seed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for, for those of you that don't stats. know, he has like 15 children by like 12 women. So yeah. him and Antonio Cromartie here. Exactly. Didn't they ask him about it, and he's like, "All there is to do in Buffalo is fuck." <laughs> that is might that have him? been. Uh, no, it's him or Willis McGahee, one of the two. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was McGahee. <laughs> so your offense was like legitimately stacked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Bledsoe threw for. 4,300 yards and 24 touchdowns. Travis Henry went for 1,400 yards on the ground and 13 touchdowns. Eric Mould had 100 catches. Peele's price at 94. Can I do my uh, Can I do my notes right now? Because it's kind of kind of relevant to their so roster. All the notes you have, so go yeah. for it. So this whole page of notes up. that you see here uh-huh. is mm-hmm. all Chris Berman nicknames. Nice. <laughs> I have maybe like seven or eight. Berman nicknames, and then I gave a, I gave a run myself at making some Ooh. for the Bills. Okay. So this might have to, to be a new thing. To grade my Berman nicknames. All right. Well, how about, how about you? I'm you, actually you like reasonably excited for this. How about you give us a nickname, and we tell you who came up with it. Ooh, I like that. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So mix, mix them up a bit. Uh, Ruben Extra Coleslaw Brown. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> That's a good one, though. It was like Ruben Drones or something like that, wasn't it? Was his, do you have Ruben, like the, it Ruben Do you have the Bourbon nickname as well, or are you just coming up with random nicknames? Uh, I basically just – they're all going to be me for the Bills because I went through their roster and used that. <laughs> I love it. I'll give you a couple of my favorite ones. Yeah, let's start okay. with the strong ones. That was not your best, Greg. Oh, <laughs> that was my best. <laughs> How about this one? 
Coy Wire, you know, Coy Wire. Yeah, yeah. he played yeah. decent. Yeah. Don't play Coy with me, Wire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Um, Alex Van Beaverpelt. Oh, <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. That's your, oh, that's yeah. my number that's one. That's a Bermanism right that's there. A that's a Berman. Yeah. Yeah. Larry Centers of Attention. Mm. Not bad. Not bad. Another good one. Uh, David Dinkins Donuts. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Steve, Steve really liked that one. That was yeah. a great one. Uh, what, uh, what the fuck position did he play though? Because like I don't even know who the fuck that is. Uh, he was a injured reserve quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> digging deep. <laughs> um, <laughs> that explains why. That's is that Berman's name for him, or is it yours? <laughs> Uh, this one, Deshaun Polk, a dotted bikini. <laughs> that that I can see Berman singing saying that one. Singing. Uh, I think that's that's all ones that I came up with. I'll give you some of Berman's ones because I went down that rabbit hole. Well, what actually got me down the the rabbit the rabbit hole was Christian Euphoria. Mm, which I thought yeah, was pretty yes. good. So that's I was like, I actually can't help but think that in my head when he scores a touchdown. Yeah, I'm like that with Andre Bad Moon Rising. Mm, yep, that's on yeah. here. So apparently, um, I, I watched an interview with Berman, and he was saying that's one of his favorites. And apparently, Andre Rising has a tattoo that just says Bad Moon on his <laughs> arm. <laughs> oh, wait. Chris you know Berman was it. like, Chris Berman was like, there's no way he's a Cleetons career walk. Clearwater Revival fan. He's like, he got that from me. <laughs> he is now. <laughs> Which is like hundred percent true. Yeah. So that was uh, an interview with Rich Eisen, and Rich was like, "You got any nicknames for me?" And he's like, "Rich Lucy in the Sky with uh, Eisen." <laughs> <laughs> Just off the top of the dome. I think he had thought of it before because he had like four or five of them. Oh, got him. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see, Jay Touchy Feely. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. This one, this one's my favorite. Natron refried means. <laughs> he also did a Natron means business. Yeah. Uh, John Kitna Caboodle. Mm. <laughs> Hardy Har Har Nickerson. <laughs> <laughs> was he on the Buccaneers too? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think he was. That makes that a million Ooh, times better. better. Yeah. Eric sleeping with the enemy. That's a classic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And here's actually a, another Buffalo Bill one. Peerless actual retail price. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that one. Oh, yeah. no, He's can't. the best. He's the best. Maybe and the funny thing like, is. No Ricky Prohl ones. He shampoos his way for a first down. I remember. <laughs> Ricky Prohl position. Ooh. Do you think so, he just like sits there and like thinks of nicknames? Like, how does he come up with them? Yeah, so they kind of asked him about that. They were like, "Where did this like come from? Why did you start doing this?" And he was like, "Yeah, well, a lot of people thought I was doing it to just like, I don't know, be corny." But he was like, back when Sports Center started, like he was, he's like, I'd be like on at two a.m. Reading like a box score in the summer from like a five three Royals Indians game, and he's like, they didn't even have highlights for it, so I just be like reading a box score live, and he's like, I have to do something to just like be ridiculous with this, Hell which yeah. is how all beautiful things start. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. out of it's pure like, boredom, I'm bored. Let's do something fun. Yeah, spices up a bit. I mean, let's be honest, it's how this started. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like what it's exactly. turned into. Yeah. So I that's all the notes that. I have for this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I guess we can get into the game then. And Greg, you can go eat your dinner or something. All right. I'll talk to you guys next week. All right. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, bro. So I got a couple of fun facts before we Can't get into the game. You missed the Drew Revenge game. Sure. Uh, Drew Bledsoe was the second leading rusher on this team. He finished really? the season with 67 yards. I knew that. All Travis I Henry. The notes. All Travis Henry. All 1,400 of them. Nobody else had any. Uh, but Bledsoe and Travis Henry did lead the team. Uh, Cole led the team with 11 fumbles each. Him and Travis Henry both fumbled 11 times. Each. Oof. Yeah. But they still put up what points. Did, what are they up at? Was their ending record? Yes. <laughs> they started uh, five and three. We you got hit with the old robot boys. Yeah. Nine, what is that, by the way? It's lag. Lag. Nine and seven. So what is lag, by the way? <laughs> Fuck you. Explain like I'm five. <laughs> I do that with everything with you, Greg. <laughs> Greg, guess their ending record. I can say nine and seven. Eight and eight. They came yeah. in fourth place. No. Greg, Greg's reading the uh, show notes. I'm pretty oh, I don't, I don't read the show I knew, notes. I knew that. Well, I can't read the show notes because it's going to spoil the end for me. Even spoil though the I end knew. for me. I know, yeah. Steve's super choppy. Uh, it's actually called Lag Andy. You'll get it one day. <gasps> Is that any better? Is that any better? <laughs> All right, Greg. What do you think if your first name had two G's? Like Greg uh, Williams. I think it's a dickhead move. Yeah. And and I was reading about like Greg Williams and Bounty Gate and like one of his most critical like one of the most critical um journalists on him was another guy named Greg with two G's in it. And I was like, what is this world coming oh, Greg, to? Easter that everybody <laughs> Yeah, I think it was him. Yeah, he's some right guy from the New Easter. Orleans newspaper. I was like, Jesus Christ. Wait. <laughs> and I hate I, I, I do have a question. Is it like Gregory? Because your name's Gregory. Correct. But is it like Gregory with two G's? Or were were they like names in their birth certificates, Greg with two G's? It's a good it's a valid question, Andy. I don't know. Here's what I'm going to do. You going to fact check that for me? Mm-hmm. Greg Williams is, I think it's just Greg with two G's. Yeah, because. According to Pro Football Reference. I mean, like, what about Wikipedia? They should have their full name. We, yeah, Wikipedia uses. Well, use, Pro Football Reference it? always does too. For and can uses. we also talk about this what a revenge be- game this was for Antoine Smith? How about we do one thing at a time? Yeah. Do we want to talk about Bounty Gate? Because this yeah. is Zach Greg Williams. Mm, let's talk about it. I, I didn't actually, know. I actually didn't put that together, but you're right. He was the, uh, what, offensive coordinator for them? No, he was the defensive coordinator. Like, the EC. this was his thing. Uh, well, he was not very good at it, clearly, because we fucking hung 38 on him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was and, the head coach for the Bills, right? Yeah. And, and we can also dovetail this into Antoine Smith's revenge game. We will. Because Antoine Smith had, what, 100 yards running and two screen pass 
catching touchdowns. We'll get there. We'll get there. Bump your fucking yeah. Brakes. Jesus, Steve. I'm just trying to shit on Greg Williams a lot. Ruin the whole thing. Well, let's let's talk about him first, and then we'll shit on him. We got to build him up, break him down. Oh, so he was the Bills head coach. Oh, one through 03. Uh, went seventeen and thirty-one. Wait, he's the head coach. Yeah, oh, I miss that. Yeah, seventeen and thirty-one. So they were they were three fifty-four winning percentage. Uh, so not great. And then he started as a defensive coordinator four years before right. that. This is this is his first head coach job. Yeah, okay. didn't it's go well. Oh, one to oh three. Yeah, and then back to defensive coordinating with uh, Washington for a bunch of years, Jacksonville, oh, yeah. and then New Orleans in 09, 10, and 11. And then, we all know what happened, but the quote I pulled was, on March 2nd, 2012, the NFL announced that it had evidence that defensive coordinator Greg Williams had created the program soon after his arrival in 2009 and alleged that between 22 and 27 Saints players were involved. Williams and the players pooled their own money to pay out performance bonuses. So, I know, uh, what's his name, the coach? Um, Peyton. Yeah, Peyton got suspended for a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg Williams actually got suspended indefinitely. Yeah. But that would eventually get overturned the next year. Um, well, this had this is like, it almost forced Tagliabu to resign, right? <clears throat> Didn't have a lot to do with his retirement, and that's how we got Goodell. Oh, wow, what the fuck, Greg was Williams? Right? I think I think it's heard them say that i was watching a video about it that's crazy but like he's clearly doing that everywhere else he went to it wasn't like he's like going to the saints he's like you know what oh Let's i think this new program i think paul Tagu tagliabu was like the uh the mediator or something oh okay between the league and the saints because like the saints filed some grievance so the saints players were suspended um but former commissioner Paul Tagliabue overturned all sanctions against the players in December after finding that despite the players being very much involved, the coaches and the Saints organization were primarily responsible for the scandal. So, Where is he at now? He was at Cleveland, right? And then he was their interim coach? So, yeah, exactly. So he was, he was that Cleveland um, defensive coordinator and then was their interim head coach after, what's his name? The guy that went Owen. Oh, Hugh Jackson. And, yeah, Hugh Jackson got fired and he finished the season five and three and everybody like all the Browns fans wanted them to oh, give yeah. Greg Williams the head coaching job and they went with no, somebody no. else. They all wanted the other guy to get it and then they gave it to him. Freddie he Kitchens. sucked too. Yeah, Kitchens yeah. blew. Right, 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 right. Well, like, well, no, I, I think do? there was a contingent back that Greg out Greg there with two G's. Hmm. Two G's can't play any D's. And they were on uh, Hard Knocks that year. And he was like openly like shitting on uh, yeah. Hugh Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he came off as a prick. Well, I clearly he he's a bounty gate, <laughs> and I mean, you can't take that Bills roster and turn him into nothing. Yeah, but uh, last year he was the defensive coordinator for your New York Jets. yes i love that i didn't know that (laughs) oh wow it comes full circle ug greg (laughs) (laughs) the jets defense sucked jamal adams is like get me the fuck out of here yeah oh that's amazing they wouldn't pay him enough for other people wow so 
This so, whole podcast thing has been worth it just for that <laughs> nugget of knowledge right there. <laughs> that, that Greg Williams, like everyone's like, oh, Sam Darnold sucks. But like low-key, their defense should be way better than it could be because of the talent on there and like all the talent on there is like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Jamal Adams is the face of that. Yep. I love it. Oh, yes. Openly Greg Williams trying to get Adam traded. Gase. Yeah. Oh. The old Bills head coach, the old Dolphins head coach, uniting in shit. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah the the Patriots against uh, Greg Williams Buffalo Bills teams were five and one. <sighs> Capably lost in the three years. I I bet you know the loss though. <sighs> that thirty-one nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was it. That so was I, not, I have that was not Greg Williams. That was nothing to do with Greg Williams. <laughs> that was yeah blind luck. Oh, Bill Belichick. I have some Greg Williams quotes from Bounty Gate that are. Oh yeah. Really, well, so I, I actually have an admission myself. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, like Bounty Gate. I never really read much about it at the time. I think. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna revisit this and like see what all the details were. Because mm. like in my mind, I was like, you know what? Really, like, Bounty. It's already like a super violent sport. And like, to, you're going out there to hurt people regardless, right? You're, mm. you're trying to hit people as hard as you want. Like yeah. being aggressive in football, especially on the defensive side of the ball, is like a legitimate strategy, right? Let, let me give you a quote that, that touches on that exactly. Now they're talking about Drew Bledsoe and um, Willie McGinnis and how good friends they were and stuff. And they showed pregame Willie McGinnis coming up and giving Drew a, a bear hug yep. from behind yep. before the game. And then... Uh, the quote was from McGinnis. I like him, but I want to hit him. Yeah. And, and that's against guys you're but, friends with and you to, spent yeah, like all this the, time in the To Greg's field. point, that's always existed. So I'm, a, yeah. I'm interested to learn how you can set a bounty and a money system to like make that worse. Right. And even like paying players fines, I almost like I can wave my hand at it and be like, whatever. You yeah. know, because yeah. yeah, it's like it, you want him to be aggressive. You don't want him to go out there and play with like some, you know, be intimidated and shit like that. But then the more, the more I got into it, they so they were filming a document. This is how it all came out: is they were filming a documentary in the locker room of like an NFC Championship game around that time oh, for God. the Saints. And one of the filmmakers caught his like hype speech the night before the game. Uh, and this is against uh, San Francisco back in like the Alex Smith days. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I just read you some of the quotes from this. <laughs> oh, boy. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, Kill the head and the body will die. Kill the head and the body will die. We've got to do everything in the world to make sure we kill Frank Gore's head. We want him running sideways. We want his head sideways. <laughs> so... Pretty aggressive, but you know he's not explicitly yeah, explaining okay, that away. Yeah, 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 he's, yeah, he could explain it away, right? Yeah, yeah he, he, high, he is the head. He's he's the the oh what the offense, offense. through when you want to stop. It. <laughs> but he goes on. <laughs> Every single one of you, before you get off the fu- get off the pile, affect the head early. Affect the head. Continue touch and hit the head. <laughs> Uh, football. So that football. one you can't really just be like. <laughs> <laughs> so they had a wide receiver, um, 
Kyle Williams that had like concussion stuff coming out of college. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. The little wide receiver, number 10, about his concussion. We need to fucking put a lock on him right now. He needs to decide. He needs to fucking decide. Michael Crabtree. We need to decide whether Crabtree wants to be a fake-ass prima donna, which is hilarious, <laughs> or if he wants to be a tough guy. We need to find it out. He becomes human. Oh, he becomes human when we fucking take out that outside ACL. Jesus Christ. We need to decide on how many times we can beat Frank Gore's head. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. Psychopath, dude. We need to decide how many times we can bull rush and we can fucking put Vernon Davis's ankles over the pile. Damn. Oh yeah. So yeah, he. There's a line between like I want you guys to play aggressive football, sure, and and, like I don't, I don't want you to like feel bad about playing hard. And then there's like this guy's had concussions in the past. Hit him in the head. Hit him in the head. Hit him in the fucking head. And or he's like going after tear his ACL. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and go for his different. right ACL because that's it, the one that's it's completely dodgy. different, you know. And and for real, he's going after Frank Gore, who is like an absolute tank. Right. It's like, like go up and go NFL and veteran, go up and know? punch that M1 Abrams. <laughs> Take your fist, and it's an M1 Abrams. I know it's an M1 Abrams. So go up there and just like just like beat on it with your headbutt fist. it. Just yeah. it. I don't want you to come out the field unless you headbutted that. that, so, Ford that dude, that that Greg, that shit is way more fucked up than that um, Richie Incognito shit. Yeah, for sure. Way like, like just there's no alert. sportsmanship in that. That's just real fucked and, up. But, and that's even more, more fucked up than anything the Patriots have ever getting caught for too. Like, right? Spygate, Bonnegate, whatever. Bonnegate, that that shit is like he's literally telling people to tear ACLs and give yeah. people concussions. It's the last thing you need it's in the sport, worse which is a, already violent enough. Yeah, it's worse than the actual bounty, though, I, in my yeah, opinion. Like I a bounty, it's like, they were, they were, the bounties were like $1,000. Yeah. The guys that yeah. are making a million. It's like, it's like doing one of those, like, when you're at work and they're like, hey, guess, guess the day your coworker's baby arrives. Like, that, <laughs> no one gives a shit. You're just I pulling mean, numbers out of your all these uh, really yeah, competitive yeah, for sure. guys right. in a locker room. Like, it's I a culture thing, everything. right? It's not just that sort of thing. Like the, they're betting on hey, if you score a touchdown this this week, I'll give you a thousand bucks. You know? Yeah. It's like all sorts were, of shit. Like culture. That. Exactly. The, yeah. yeah but it extended beyond right. injuries too. Yeah. It was yeah, like it's that culture down that a pun. Yeah. Of damn, that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we beat his bitch ass in this fucking game. And all other games. It's kind of crazy. He's still like pretty prominent too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Back in the league. How's he really not happened? blacklisted from that? It's crazy. Well, I mean, just look at the Redskins. We'll see how that shitty things too, and that's still going. Although yeah. that shit came out today, so we'll see. We should probably put a date on this. Uh, Redskins Washington Post article came out July, yeah, July 16, 2020. They're yeah. still called the Redskins. Uh, no, they're technically not. Well, do you see that statement he released? Like he said, Redskins like fifteen times in it. Oh yeah. Who? <laughs> Snyder. Yeah. yeah, we realize that we need I, I, I live from Redskins to something else. So we're the Redskins the town, the Redskins, the Redskins team is so proud of the Redskins history, and the Redskins yeah. are definitely going to make their best decision for the Redskins. Do I live in DC? Everybody hates the Redskins. I know. Uh, what should what would your name change be? The DC Defenders. Let's just 
pay the XFL franchise, which was like everybody <laughs> loved, and just like let's just reboot it as that. Oh, I really like that. That's I haven't a heard that. Perfect. That's that did. That's what you should. Yeah, do. I have two. I have two things. Two of them. They're kind of either end of the spectrum. One is the Washington ball motherfucking Eagles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and the other is the Washington cucks because all politicians are cucks. <laughs> all right. Okay. I think you have to play the politician angle. Like the I American think uh, ship in England call them the London Redcoats. Call them <laughs> the Redcoats. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's brilliant. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Washington doesn't deserve a team. Should they Snyder doesn't deserve a team. That's what I mean. The area kind of does. I mean, they, they of course I mean, it does. Yeah. Well, they have one. They got the good Ravens. fans. Well, we we had the DC Defenders for like eight weeks. Yeah. So we are yeah. crushing the XFL up here. The Capitals then, get great crowds, like yeah. the Nats do. Whenever there's like a good team that's like worth rooting for, you know who out. nobody gives a fuck about the Wizards. Yeah, oh, you mean the Bullets? <laughs> <laughs> they should it's do the insane. They should go back to the bullets. If the Wizards ever, which they don't, but if they ever got to the NBA Finals, I have so many fucking people to call out. (laughs) Even the Caps are a little bit that way, but there's some definitely like Caps fans. But like, I didn't know you were a Caps fan. Wow, that jersey looks really new. And the Wizards (laughs) is going to be way worse. Way even like a billion. I've met one Wizards fan. I've been down here for 15 years. I've met one guy who's like, I'm a Wizards fan. And you got to respect it. They've had some like players you can root for too. Yeah. John Wall's like. John Wall, Bradley Beal, Marcin Gortat. That game seven, uh, Kelly Olenek game. Uh Uh-huh. I watched that in I'm I'm so glad they traded Gortat. Linux. Oh yeah, he's so soft. I fucking I hated him. But he really, that one game he super balled out. Yeah. I watched that with that one Wizards fan and he was distraught. Distraught. <laughs> we were in Bermuda on a cruise and we like we found some bar in Bermuda to watch Game 7 Celtics Wizards because we were both about it and like he's like what? And I was like, dude, I hate Kelly Olenek too. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> So next up on the Celtics Dynasty podcast. Mm. Oh, you butthurt, Andy, because we're talking about something other than the Patriots? On the Patriots yeah, Dynasty podcast? Really no. I'm just going to cut all this anyway. <laughs> Damn it. He does fuck. have that power. <laughs> yeah. Give him that. Talk yo, away. Yo, get me one, Steve. I'm going to fuck. I'm going to get a beer, too. I'll be right back. All right. I was going <laughs> to make you talk about Antoine Smith while Steve was gone. <laughs> well, I don't know much about <laughs> I'm back, baby. Oh, good. You you missed our talk about uh, Antoine Smith. Oh, no. I love Antoine. He <laughs> balled out in this game. Uh, I was, well, I was going to talk about him with Greg, but Greg didn't watch a game, so he has no idea what happened. Yeah, sorry. But I got a fresh beer. We're good, ready to go. All right. Just waiting on Greg to figure out his technology. So Antoine signed last year. So the first two Bill Gaines, I guess, were his revenge game. Yeah, I, I think there was a. You know, every time he did it, he said it wasn't. But I feel, I still feel like there is so much hype in this game leading up to the Drew Bledsoe revenge game that Anton might have been like, "What about me?" A little bit. 
I don't know. I think he's had his because this wasn't his like this is Bledsoe's first time back and sure, sure, been back to Buffalo twice already. But it was like a different Antoine in this game. Uh, I think part of it was that yeah he had a, he had a good game. He had twenty nine carries, hundred eleven yards, and a rushing touchdown. Well, that's along that's with, that's classic Twan. But what else did he have? He had five catches for thirty one yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, did he have five catches all last year? So they actually uh, – let me see if I can find it. There was a a note about – oh, yeah. So um, in the first 80 games of his career, he had one touchdown catch. And in this game alone, he had two. Yeah. Well, he's so, like – it would be like Sony Michelle, like <laughs> catching three touchdowns, you know, in a game. Or even two, like when when Sony's in there, it's clearly a run. Yeah. And on third down, and they done the same thing. They did the same thing to the to the Bills in this. They screened him to death with Antoine. So that was the thing. I think that was more what it was than it was Antoine Smith's revenge game. It was for I don't know if it's a Greg Williams defensive trade or what, but uh, his this defense couldn't recognize a screen to save their fucking life. Well, yeah. Well, Charlie Weiss found something that worked on the screen and just well, did the old, I'm going to do it until you can stop it. And they actually never and actually figured out how to stop it. Yeah. So I think... Dude, they had a fourth down conversion screen pass to Antoine Smith. Lost in those five catches. He had a couple touchdowns, which he made a little wiggle on too, but like... Yep. It was fourth down and like one, and they screen pass it to Antoine Smith. I believe it was fourth and three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. From the Buffalo 35, but they didn't want to kick a field goal. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. But I also liked, um, so yeah, so the all Brady's touchdowns were to running backs. Mm-hmm. He had the screen to Antoine on the, fir- on the uh, actually, no, that's not true. He had a screen to Antoine in the second quarter. Um, the screen to Antoine in the fourth quarter, and then he had what was a basically a swing pass to Kevin Falk. That was a screenplay yards. too. It was, that but was that play was ruled uh, a run, not a pass. Really? Oh. So that doesn't count. So that forty-five yard, yes, yeah, swing pass to Kevin Falk was Kevin Falk's longest rush of his career. No way. Which Holy came on a, on, a, on a swing pass, which... That's such a Kevin Falk ...is fact. the most Kevin Falk fact. It's his longest yeah. touchdown ever. But if you watch ever. that play, I have notes about it. It was like Kevin Falk played that play perfectly because the Bills are in the worst defense possible for the screen pass where they're blitzing off the, like, the right side where it's going to the left on the offense. Yep. And Kevin Falk like, bl- picked up the blocker. He even like blocked the dude and then like pulled off and caught the pass and was gone. Well, I don't know if you saw the the replay that CBS did, but they actually talked about it where the linebacker, I think they said it was London Fletcher, was supposed to be covering mm-hmm. him. So he was on the same side. And when he came over to cover Kevin Falk, uh, one of the offensive linemen just ran out there and just like knocked his ass over. <laughs> and so Falk was wide open. And then and like, I don't know one of the receivers receiver blocked too. Yeah, I saw yeah, that I, too. I'm, I want to say it was Troy Brown. Of course he's Troy Brown one defender into the other and knocked them both over. <laughs> yeah. And Kevin Falk just walked in. Danced it in it. It was sweet. Yeah. 
You'll be able to find that replay on uh, Patriots Dynasty. Info. You know what I bet you don't have on Patriots Dynasty is my play of the game. Greg, you got a play of the game? You can go first since you didn't watch it. Yeah, Ty Law's interception. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I knew that was coming. Obviously. Which, do you want to talk about that? Did you see the end of it? I don't know if they showed it on the uh, the highlights. I don't think I did. Was but he doing the, the dance? No, but the end of it, because he got pushed out of bounds, and the first guy to come up to him to congratulate him and slap him on the head and was like screaming at him, Bill Belichick. Nice. Billy really be 2002 Billy Belichick, way more am- animated. Animated. Oh, but this is like the most animated I've ever seen him. Yeah. Like, yell- like yelling at him, slapping him on the head, just like fired up. I've never seen. Well, before. according to Mike, he sells his soul at some point, and then there oh, right. goes the fire. Yeah, it's, it's got to be pretty soon, I think. Andy, you have your play of the game. Um, let me see. I do. It was. Uh, I have a few, but I'll, we'll go with this one. It was a pass to Troy Brown. Bledsoe, uh, Brady was on the run, and he, uh, uh, Brown wasn't even open. But he, oh, managed, yeah. he managed to fit it literally like inches away from the defender's hands, and Troy Brown caught it falling over. And the I'm watching this game, tipped it. and I'm literally yelling at the TV. I'm like, there's no way he caught that. And he gets up, and again, I've never seen anybody as animated as Troy Brown was in that, on that play. He's jawing at people. He's like doing first down dances. Like, what is going on? There's something about Buffalo that riles these boys up. I'm pretty sure the defender, like, Got like just a touch on it. He got like the tip of his finger on yep. it on when it was going into his hands. But Brady also had a couple of those like oh he zinged that on oh. the move. But he had two. One was like a, a shot put that he did. To, mm-hmm. I think that was also pass. Troy Brown. Yeah, might be the only shuffle pass I've ever seen Brady throw. It wasn't pretty, mm-hmm. but it worked. And he converted another third down early where he like it looked like he was gonna. He got lit up, but it was like right at the last second he just like. Chucked it to whoever the, the running back was in the middle. It was Falk. Yeah, and converted that. And no one thought to cover him on like third and like 15. Yeah, and he converted. Brady had some pretty good stats. 22 of 26 with 265. Essentially four touchdowns. Yeah. And he had uh, all of those touchdowns are just literally screen passes. He set a, a paid one single game completion percentage record in this game. That makes sense. He broke his own record of last season of 80%. This was 85.1% completion. Dude, Bledsoe's stats are so Bledsoe too. 28 of 45 for 302 yards, one touchdown, one pick, four sacks. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most Bledsoe stat line ever. That's so Bledsoe. Well, if you want to get so Bledsoe on the first drive of the game, the Bills drive straight down the field. Uh, They... The Patriots couldn't stop a kick return, so the, they got the kick return to their own 38, so made their own 40. In two plays, they're at the Patriots 25. And then on third down, Bledsoe gets sacked for 14 yards because he's there's a free yeah. rusher. tries to outrun him, so he runs backwards, <laughs> and they get sacked. And then they miss the field goal short by two yards. My note on that <laughs> is I'm surprised he didn't huck it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little surprised he didn't throw it back over his shoulder like you normally yeah, see. Those fans were hype on Bledsoe, though. Like he so got a huge standing O when he showed up. Yeah, as you as you would expect. Yeah, he was, he was an awesome quarterback at that time. Yeah, he could carry a team. I, what did they the the announcers said something about uh, 
they were calling him um, pasta sauce or something like that because he covered over all the imperfections on the team. <laughs> yeah, so. He's like, and if you put enough pasta sauce on anything, you know, it'll taste yeah. good eventually. Maybe we'll just leave the nicknames to Chris Berman, huh? The Bills. <laughs> Phil Sims. Those kickers Literally. sucked, though. He missed that field goal, which was like just barely short, too. So Bledsoe had thrown it away. Definitely three points. Yep. He missed like a super chippy. He missed another one in the af- in like the third quarter. And like Horchard Park let him know about it. Yeah, <laughs> poor guy. He actually didn't have that bad of a year outside of this game either. Really? Really? Yeah. He was 25 of 33 on the year, and he missed three kicks on this day. So, so yeah. I don't think he made 30. a single kick. Outside of extra points, he didn't make a single kick. Yeah, he was three of five for 50-plus on the year. Wow. So, I mean, he, he was Not bad, like yeah. a decent kicker. I think he just had a tough day. So, mm-hmm. shout out Mike Hollis, dude. We're, we, we stand with you, all right? Until <laughs> we, we know unfairly how that judged. <laughs> We're going to stop unfairly judging people on this because every time mm-hmm. we do a deep yeah. on, we, yeah. Andy. we have to change our tune. <laughs> Did you see that guy in the stands wearing the cheese head hat? We are bad at that. The cheese, but no. not the cheese head with the buffalo wing? Yep. <laughs> Whoa. Actually, I think it's how, how I've never seen that before. Was he wearing Zubas too? Of course. No, this is 2002, buddy. I mean, I couldn't see his legs, but. It was like a cheese head, but a buffalo wing. Buffalo wing, yeah. Sticking out the side, wasn't it? It was huge. It was, it was Yeah, it was legit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Google brings Ooh. up some awesome images. Where right? can I? Where can one purchase a chicken wing hat in Buffalo? Exactly. Reddit.com. And we're it's doing, nice to know. We're doing a live he's... purchase, guys. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> good to know he's been around at least since 2002. Oh, 18 years old concept it's not on amazon anymore <laughs> i feel okay, like the, the, i feel Craigslist. like bill's mafia should really embrace the buffalo wing hat the cheese hat oh hat. it would just make everything about the bill's mafia just one little it's 211 you know just There's one bill's notch. mafia store Dude, I, the, yeah, the link I had had two links that were uh, donezo. Oh, so they don't even make it right now. Brutal. Oh, That's fine, dude. It. <laughs> oh, wait. Ooh, wait. <laughs> wait. I found it. I found it. Oh, how much, how much is 40, it? Forty-six dollars. Oh, worth wow. it. Worth it. I mean, pretty it's worth st- it. That's as pricey. It's pretty about. steep, but it's awesome. How much are a pair of Zubaz? Wait, what does it smell like, though, is what I want to know. Fucking buffalo wings. Oh, for the, for the true wing lovers out there who aren't afraid to show their pride, <laughs> I ain't scared. I'll, wear, I'll make myself look like a fucking jackass to show how much I love chicken wings, goddammit. Prove just, it. Prove it. I feel this is an opportunity for Bill's Mafia to really embrace the wing hat. I agree. I'm a little surprised I haven't already. I, I I am a shock as well. And I haven't seen any wagons either, which is a little disappointing because nobody that, circles a wagon. I feel like, yeah, that was a Chris Berman thing, but like a buffalo wing thing, everybody can get behind that. It's true. So, Steve, what was your play of the game? Oh, um, because I watched every game all the way to the last play. Oh, so it was I the last play. Favored it. The last play, actually. <laughs> 
So it's what, it 38, it's 38 to seven. Do you want to talk uh, about just the last drive in general? I wasn't watching a ton on the last drive in general. It was but. great because so uh, uh, you're the, right. The Patriots, I have a note here, 99 to go down <laughs> by 31 with 153. <laughs> Why is the blood so out there? <laughs> so yeah, cause the Patriots running down the clock. Uh, after Bledsoe gets picked off the first time. Um, well, the only time, but the first time in the series against the Patriots, I guess. Uh, so the pads just running down the clock and Bates just like running Antoine up the middle. They get fourth and goal from the three and, you know, do the, the classy thing and just run up the middle again. And they get stopped at the one. So Buffalo starts at their own one-yard line in literal garbage time. Less than two minutes. They're down 31 points. And Greg Double G Williams decides, you know what? It's fucking, we're going out, we're going out slinging. Well, I'm sure there's a bunch of bounties on the line. Bledsoe's got to get his <laughs> uh, his touchdown pass in here. Get himself another another grand so he can buy some chicken wings. And so they come out slinging it, and the Patriots, you know, like whatever. So they they drive all the way down to the Patriots five yard line, right? And there's it was it reminded me very much of that thirty-one nothing game for the Patriots. Kind of. It reminded me of the um, the Steelers game earlier this season, where the Steelers are trying to score that last touchdown for whatever fucking reason, and like running trick plays and all that sort of shit, like dying to score that last touchdown. It kind of felt like that. So here's here's a accounting of the last play. The Patriots had zero blitz on like the three plays before it. Because yeah, what they knew then? they were playing true blood cells, and they're like, "Let's bring the house." But what happened on the, the two previous it. plays? Uh, the refs decided to call pass interference on mm-hmm. the Patriots in the end zone twice mm-hmm. in a row. The Patriots like, "Don't give a shit." Like we're just gonna keep bringing the house. They did. They brought everybody and played man coverage on the outside, and which leads us to the last play of the game, Steve. Just Bloods gets absolutely buried on that zero blitz. Yeah, there's like three free rushers. Yeah. And he just ends up on his back. Yeah. Billy McGinnis on top of him, which is Same. how he started his day. Deep down in his soul, being like, how did I get here? How did I end up on the Bills? <laughs> yeah, God. And on the turf of Ralph Wilson Stadium. Yeah. Having lost by 31 <laughs> points. 31 points. Can't even get a garbage time TD. Couldn't even get it. Woof. And the refs were like, Romeo, what, what did I do to Romeo to make, make him so mad at me? Refs were doing their best. There was three defensive penalties on that, that drive. Because the other one was the, uh, the, the personal foul. Actually, no, there was the personal foul face mask. Um, uh, and then there was another one that was a personal foul on Willie McGinnis for slamming Bledsoe to the ground on a sack. I yes. Think that, I don't oh, think that he actually body slammed him. That was totally deserved. Yeah, that was. Um, but the the horse call, the face mouse wasn't because we would have grabbed him by the. Uh, it was Tabucky Jones, our friend Tabucky Jones, grabbed the guy by the uh, the shoulder pad. They would have just clotheslined his ass, and then got called for the uh, the penalty because nobody expected that anybody could do that to a man. So I saw an advertisement for PlayStation Two in this <laughs> game. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that. And I had the thought is who's older, Tom Brady or PlayStation? Well, Tom Brady. He was 20 at this point. Not (laughs) true. What? So PlayStation 2 is older than Tom Brady. 
older football his career, career wise or older right oh yeah, his- nah, nah, yeah. <laughs> oh. That's what I was it's close it's very close so playstation 2 debuted march 4th brady was drafted april 16th in 2000 yeah yeah so like a month and a half between playstation 2 getting released mm-hmm. and tom brady getting drafted He's and tom brady still playing and PlayStation 5 is about to come out. That's true. PlayStation I mean, 2 what you, came uh, out and mom and dad bought us the Sega Saturn. <laughs> we had Dreamcast too. Oops. What a, what a oh. whoops. Oh, Dreamcast was awesome. It's crazy to think about. Like Tom Brady started when PlayStation 2 started. Yeah. I wonder what the first... Yeah, he must have been in Madden 2000. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> I wonder what it looked like back then compared to the first PlayStation Madden, PlayStation 2 Madden. Jesus. Again, like, it's weird to watch these games. And I know everyone listening to this is watching them, but like, you're watching them on like a square screen too, not like eight, not widescreen. Right. That wasn't a thing back then. There's no HD. You definitely have to wear your glasses to see the score and the time. Like, ooh, wow. Oh, this game has the yellow line for the first down. That's nice. For it, you know, <laughs> it's crazy to watch the games back then versus like now we're in PlayStation Five and yeah, production quality is vastly superior these days. Crazy, yeah. Do you know though? The only two quarterbacks to sign a ten-year deal are True Bledsoe and Pat Mahomes. Oh, Brett Favre. Yeah, it's not true. And also, um, and McNabb. I think we talked. Oh yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about this, this after, after you left, you bitch ass. <laughs> we went through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you well. dumb fucking bitch. <laughs> Who was the first one to sign a ten-year deal? Gino Capaletti, McNabb. You know, update. Oh, Drew Bledsoe's deal with the Patriots was ten years. Yeah. So was McNabb was like twelve. Yeah, but McNabb is. Post Bledsoe. What about Brett Favre? Post Bledsoe. Nope. I don't think that's true. It's nope. the same time as Bledsoe. Wrong. Brett Favre's <laughs> wrong. first one. Brett Favre's first one. Stat check. Like, like 98, <laughs> he signed that thing. Hey, Alexa. Earlier than that. <laughs> hey, girl. Greg. Le- Greg Ready to watch Greg, this. Greg Google. Hey, Siri. <laughs> Who was the first NFL player to sign a 10-year contract? Not a chance. The regular season of NFL is scheduled to start September 10th. <laughs> Did you hear this answer? Did you hear this answer? She's so fucking dumb. Dude. How do you get like, when is the season starting over? Who's the first? Also, I give up, dude. Is the season even starting? We should probably yeah. walk on that too anyway. God damn it. Dude. <sighs> Makes me so mad. Hey, but update. I bought the hat. Nice. All right. We're in business. <laughs> Which hat? Your chicken wing hat. It's on its way. That's Beautiful. amazing. Yeah. I'll wear if it comes before our next episode, I'll wear it on the on the pod. Love yeah. It. We're gonna get some Bills fans on the next Bills game and just really suss out how they've done it. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna award that hat to somebody. Oh, that's a good call. You know, because I already have so much useless shit in my mm-hmm. house. And I know a lot of Bills fans, so I, I might do some sort of competition. 
I like that. We should just give one to anybody, any Bills fan is going to willingly come on this podcast and get pooped on. You have the best Bills fan. We can have our listeners vote. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, have a few different Bills fans on for the next few Bills games. Honestly, as like a Bills fan, you deserve it just for being a Bills fan. It's true. She's bound for all of them. Like any, <laughs> they all deserve it. Like I can't say one is more deserving than the other because they all wear it too. Every Bills fan I've met is just so hardcore. Yeah, they the Buffalo it. Buffalo Wings rock too. Yeah. They are. They're so it, good. It, yeah, for our listeners, if you're ever thinking about going to Buffalo for an away game, just do it. Yep. Oh yeah. You know, it's not glamorous, but it is an experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, the commentators talking shit. about in this game broadcast of like, oh, this is the best place to go watch a game. Yeah, you can go to Niagara, center. you can go to the casino, you can go get buffalo wings, and you can go to a football game. That's enough to fill up a long weekend. Yeah. Just with those things alone. Rent an RV, right? Yeah, you don't need a nightclub. You don't need <laughs> like more than six people at a bar. Like you just, (laughs) (laughs) they're legitimately the first time I went there, I was driving through the city of Buffalo on a Saturday night. It was a night before the game. We were looking for a bar. We couldn't find one anywhere. (laughs) And a fucking deer ran across the highway. (laughs) (laughs) A deer ran across the highway. (laughs) It was like they... It's like those wily coyote fucking. Don't laugh too loud. That happens in New Hampshire too, bud. Yeah, but there was, it was completely safe because there was no one on the fucking highway <laughs> on a Saturday night in Buffalo, in the middle of, like it was in the middle uh, of the city. And this is a special breed up there. Yeah, yep. They're super fun, and uh, I, I agree. I mean, if you're gonna go, if, honestly, if I had one away Patriots game to go to, Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. New Orleans uh, is pretty down. good too. All right. New Orleans is sick, but like just like the atmosphere in the parking lot with New Orleans versus Buffalo, it's just not yeah. the same. Yeah. Like the big the, the pregame build up. Honestly, Pittsburgh's up there too. Yeah, I could yeah, see Pittsburgh being similar. All right, boys, let's do our best and worst here. Okay. Greg, All right, you, you go, go first? first, Greg. No, you guys go first. Greg <laughs> already had his best Tyla interception. That was his play of the game. That was my play of the game, yeah. Steve, yeah, which is also his best because Greg only watches like five minutes of these games. Watch the highlights. Uh, how about there's my best is NFL primetime highlights. Yep. This thing was legitimately five minutes long. Yeah, and they do that for every game. Think about what like Sports Center does for highlights for football these days. You're, You're right. Too- it's like it's like six plays max. Oh yeah. Max. If and that's that. if the game was good. Yeah, and then, they'll just, and, yeah minutes, and then they'll have like Shan Sharp be like, wow, wow, you got trapped. Just g- give me five minutes of, give me five minutes yeah. of, yeah. There's probably like 20, oh, 25 plays. Yeah, yeah. We should do that. We should just start our own YouTube channel. Where we fucking but people want that too. You know? Yeah. People are, people are sick of fucking listening to yes. talking heads. Mm-hmm. Like, well, let's talk about Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Damn it, not again. <laughs> Uh, all right, Steve, give me your best and worst. I haven't done my you worst. first, Sandy. Oh, yeah, all right, okay. give us your worst. Okay. Deshaun Jackson's comments on Jewish people. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. Cut that. Oh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> all right. You guys go. You're my worst. 
Um, all right, I'll go. I think I have a commentation best. It was Phil Sims. Uh, commentation. So his, have we confirmed that's a word? Yeah. All right, wait. Okay. Let me get a quick Google check on that. No, I, I looked it up the the day that we you all. Yeah, we've already been done this row, Brad. Uh, but Phil Sims. The quote was, the Buffalo offense has not played that bad today, and Drew Bledsoe has played well. Um, literally five seconds before Drew Bledsoe throws the interception to tie off. Perfect. Perfect timing. Just mwah. Chef's kid. Uh, he also had a, a quick comment about how this Buffalo team is about where New, the New England team was this time last year. I don't think that would work out for Buffalo. Um, but in terms of best for like plays... I would say the Kevin Falk longest rushing touchdown of his career was a swing pass. It just feels so right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm. Um, also, can we, like, he's coming into his own, I feel like, this year. Yes. We didn't see much turns into that year. pass catching back. That this third is his fourth down. year, right? This is his fourth year in the league, which is crazy yeah. to think about. And he was like pretty highly regarded coming out of school. So I think he went yeah. through that, like, is he a bust phase? Mm. Right. And then he really pull it together because i think in 2000 they tried to have him be the the lead back mm-hmm. and he just couldn't mm-hmm. do it he's not a lot he's not a he's not giving the ball to them every time yep yeah he's not big enough. but he's he like the original crazy. shane vereen you know yeah danny he, woodhead yeah he's a james yeah. white to me where yeah. like james white wasn't he everyone would be like he's he's looking really good in camp and practice but he got the ball and he'd be like eh, eh, i don't know <laughs> but then like eventually just like found his footing and now yeah. James White is like the best player on our offense. Oh yeah. It's this, he created the James White position in our offense the same way Troy Brown created Wes Walker and yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Doing Edelman's position. Yeah, K Falk was the original, the OG. And Kevin really Falk's was. like his stats at LSU were pretty ridiculous. They were. I think he had records, didn't he? Yeah, he was uh Second most career rushing yards in SEC history yeah. behind only Herschel Walker. Which is what? Yeah. Yeah. Like he all, was all purpose, fan. all purpose yards. He was tied for fifth in NCA history and first in SEC history when he when he went to the NFL. He was at yeah. LSU, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where he's coaching now. He's coach. Uh, I think he's a running backs coach. Yeah. Well, what round was he drafted in? Second round. So he was like highly regarded coming out. Worked out. Yeah. Isn't that the definitely. way I think anybody expected him to when he well, came it, It's actually, uh, I mean, the James White comparison is a 100%. James White was a second round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin, he did like, he was kind of behind somebody, but he definitely had that all purpose yardage shit. And, yeah. And yeah. I think there's a lot of. Uh, we let Shane Vereen go, and dude, I'm so glad we kept James White. He's yeah, fucking man. Sweet feet. Jimmy Blanco. <laughs> He's the Jaime best. Jaime Blanco. Oh, one right. other, uh, I got my best and worst. Hang on, hang on. I haven't done my worst yet. But I have one more quote. that This is for Greg. It was about uh, a quote from Ty Law. Talking uh, about how he's going to approach the game. Covering uh, speeds to Eric Moulds. So we can play the speed game if we want. But we can wrestle too if we need to. Mm-hmm. That was like so perfectly Ty Law. <laughs> I think the Patriots are more wrestling at this point though. Yeah, oh, there was a whole bunch of wrestling happening. Well, Otis you know, Smith, Otis Smith is definitely like a liability. It was kind of coming a little clear that like 
If you yeah. put a speed guy on him, he can definitely get burned. And Terrell Buckley was kind of a little too mm, high. He was bad. He was bad. It's not great. Um, but my worst was Well, you know what New the England. good thing about wrestling is, right? The only takes one person to wrestle. That's right. Only one person has to want to wrestle. <laughs> oh, fuck you. But, yeah. <laughs> so my worst in this game was uh, New England kick coverage. Ugh. It was, yeah. They ended up squibbing it. Special teams. They ended up squibbing out of bounds special. and actually like giving the Bills worse field position mm-hmm. than if they had kicked off. Yeah, special in a bad way, starting right? at their own 40. <laughs> that was bad. Not great. And that was, was like the only Charlie game. Rogers was their return. It was, yeah. it was really like, good oh, they're, at they're that point. They're paying him a lot of, uh, yep. a lot of respect. I never even heard this thing. Well, he had a <laughs> couple of returns where he almost broke it, and yeah, Belichick saw that and was like, fuck this. I ain't yep. going to let them get back into it with a big Exactly, one return. play. But then out of the interior, I was kicking out of bounds. Yeah, great. All right. I have my best and worst. All right, let's hear it. Um, the worst, and I, I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure that this might have ended Victor Green's career. You think? Stat check. He did get hurt. Did he play after this, Greg? I'll check. Because I know he was like, this is his last season-ish, but um, he's coming on a blitz. And they're like, oh, again, yeah. it's like fourth quarter. The Patriots is bringing blitz after blitz after blitz. They're just bringing the house. And um, Larry Centers, the Buffalo fullback, blocks some guy and then kicks his right leg out and hits Victor Green right in the fucking knee. Yeah. And Victor Green just collapses. And I, I think that ends his career. Wrong. Not quite. No? No. Did he play again this year? Yeah, played every game. <laughs> really? Doesn't start though. Steve's not a stat check guy. Either way, then, like it was, it was a clearly the only a, ten-year deal in the NFL history. He would actually go on to start four more games this year. It was a dirty <laughs> ass move. Regardless how you slice it, it was a super dirty. Like yeah. he's blocking some dude, sees a free blitzer coming, and then sticks it's his legit right like out tripping and trips him. They didn't call you. But like he, he doesn't looked just, like he like, kicked him in the nards. I thought no, he got him right in the knee. Yeah, he went shin to knee on on Victor Green, and he was out. He was like Victor Green yeah, was, was down for a bit. Day. Yeah, and then my best left is uh, Daniel Graham. Oh yeah, that was gonna be mine. He had a couple catches early on, and like the Bills had no answer for him. He was he, he was catching a bunch of screen passes. Big athletic, like, yeah, and there was like, one. Yeah, you know, that I'll have on the website where he caught a screen pass, but the two defenders like just blew straight past their blocks. So he had two mm-hmm. guys coming on him after like immediately catching the ball, and he sidestepped them both and took off for like another 10, 15 yep. yards. It was amazing. Especially the first half, Graham was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this, this is the, the Patriots' original Hernandez Gronk plan. This is well, I think he was uh, like, first round draft pick. Yeah, I think they wanted him to be the Ben Coach replacement. Yep. Who, who who would you take, uh, Watson or Graham? That's a good question. Hmm. They're like they're almost the same to me. Yeah, me too. I think Watson just barely. I feel like I can remember more like big play, like clutch touchdowns from him, like that game where they beat the Bills on Brady's first game back in 08. 
Yeah. And it came back for like two touchdowns. In the yeah. Quarter. And both of those were to Graham. To Watson. Watson, really, yeah. And Watson ran down Champ Bailey, too. Yeah, that play was sick. Yeah, it was sick. So, let's take a look here. So, Watson, 6,000 career yards, 44 touchdowns. Sick We're talking career or pass. Patriots career? Uh, career. He, he spent Watson's had a better time. career, but who is yeah. better for the Pats? I don't know. I, I don't think... Dana I think I think it's Watson. Neither of them lived up to their first round billing, though. I think it's Ben Watson. I think by statistical standards. Think about though, if the Patriots double dipped back to back years, first round tight ends right now, I'd be okay with that. That's what they did, right? Because Graham was the year before. Or no, Graham was this year. This year, he's a rookie. Watson was the year before. Year. Watson's rookie no, year was last Watson. year. Watson. Watson's no. Watson's 04 rookie yeah. year. Wow. So two Stat years. check, Steve. <laughs> Either way, I mean, we are talking 2002, 2004. Yeah, two first-round yeah. picks in three years. Yeah. In three drafts. Well, that, that says what they say about what they think about Daniel Graham, too. Right, or their tight end position out. in general. Mm. True, yeah, because eventually they figured it out with Hernandez. And now they did Tom it again this year, right? Level dipped again, yeah. Yeah, remember your Well, last year, take, right? this past year, yeah. they didn't. They didn't throw it to the tight ends at all. <laughs> so, at I've been thinking a lot about another hot take, which might be my my hottest take. Oh, I'm so you, ready for this. Are you ready to launch it? <laughs> I think I've actually Did mentioned it, it on this podcast before, oh, but right. I, I feel even stronger about it now that I've look, read about it. Uh, Pete Carroll throwing on second down was the right decision. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's not that hot take. It's not that. What do you hot. mean? That's not nearly as hot as the Aaron Hernandez is better than Gronk take. Dude, like, people fucking on. murder PK. They 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 basically chalk that game up to a bad coaching decision. It's yes. the right coaching decision. Sure, if he threw the fade, it would have been uh, a little bit better. Yeah, it's second down. You have one timeout. Sure. If you run the ball, you yeah, have to no. burn that timeout, and you basically lose fourth down. Yeah, Greg. We've, we've already sliced and diced this a bunch. If he throws a fade as, instead of the slant, the play call is, a, is the wrong call. I even like the play call. Mm, the slant? That's a pretty safe throw. Well, I would disagree with you there. It's an incredible play by Butler. Uh, the, the problem I have with it, the only problem I have with it is they didn't run a play action. Like you have, right. you have them thinking run, just run, and you have a mobile quarterback. Like get him outside mm-hmm. the pocket on the action bootleg, yep, yeah, yeah, and then he could tuck it and run too. So mm-hmm. that's the that's the problem I have with the play call. But throwing a pass to me, I think is a is a good decision in that. Yeah, you shouldn't be so. running a shotgun, throwing it inside the. Well, I agree. Hashes. I mean, I, I don't think that it's not that hot of a take, Greg. Right? I no. think I think a lot of people would disagree with. I that think you get a lot of defenders too, though. I've, I've brought heard, it up I've heard that a lot, a bunch of times. People are like, "What are you a fucking idiot?" It's beast your, your Hernandez your Hernandez take is significantly more lava. Molten hot. Yeah. All right. Greg, put it down on record right here, right now. Who's gonna be a better tight end the Patriots just drafted? Um, Tom Keen or uh Devin Asiasi? You see, I, I'm not 
I differ, Steve, from maybe you or you and your friends and associates in that I don't make, I don't just pull takes out of my ass. <laughs> you do? I don't. It, I haven't watched what? them. I haven't watched these guys play. It's like a Talk to me after the second preseason <laughs> game. Bro, bro. Bro. <laughs> This, me what do you think this whole goddamn podcast is about? Just firing shit out. <laughs> Absolutely unbiased Hot opinions. On cold I, I, I've already you been wrong like five times tonight. No, so you sweet. and your associates. Me, I I'm said a, Pat Mahomes and Drew Bledsoe, the I only tenured quarterbacks. Decisions. Me and uh, Stats Over Storylines, we are all data guys. You... Yeah. You're just a fucking. You just chump. held up a, a thing of nicknames. <laughs> a sheep full of Chris Berman nicknames. You're literally writing your data down am, by pen and pepper. Paper. I'm all about the data. And by data, I mean Chris Berman nicknames that I, I mean. Hardy Har Har Nickerson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty sick. Oh, God damn it. I, I'm doing that from here on out. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll, be, I'll uh, narrow it down to like maybe my best three, but I'm, I'm going to scout away teams for nicknames because I'm a big fine. fan of I'm a big fan of funny names. So oh, I don't yeah. know if they you're have to. Big, you're the funny name Hall of Fame guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's reasonable. We should have a Mount Rushmore of funny names if we're going to do this. So sure. And Hardy Har Har Nickerson, my number one vote, <laughs> <laughs> just because he played on the goddamn Bucks. Natron refried means is uh, but Andy said they have two names for him. Hardy Har Har Nickinson's the only one I'm willing to entrine right now. Hardy Har Har. Like that's just it's just so, it plays so hard. <laughs> it's and it's the Buccaneers. He played in the Bucks. Yeah. That's that makes it a billion that's times better. Good. Yeah. All right, boys. What's next week? The Patriots what is Miracle in Champ Champagne? Oh, I got newspaper clippings from this. Wait, we win? Wait, you think we're going to lose again? Well, it could be a oh, win or a loss, Steve. You don't know. That's fine. I'm, I'm over like not knowing the score. Now you are? One. Yeah. Why? Well, I'm not going to like actively seek out the score, but if I see it, I'm not going to be upset. I want to know when this. This is just a good game. Is it at the Bears or at home? It is at Memorial Stadium in Champaign, Illinois. It's Champaign, Illinois. It it's not Champlain. That's what isn't, I thought. I almost, isn't it Lake Champlain? Or am I... Am I Champaign, Illinois. Mm, I don't know, actually. It might be Champlain. I'm pretty sure it's Champlain. Look, yeah, and you've been right so far on this podcast. Pretty yeah, much everything. You, you're like 0 for 7 <laughs> today, Steve. It's 0 for 8 because I'm looking. I have a lot of golf courses in Chicago, so I should know, guys. Champaign, okay. Illinois. There's no L in here. No, we're looking for... A, yeah, we're looking for an L. Wait. Champlain. We'll no. figure it out. Isn't there uh did you ever get in touch with that guy who wanted to be on this podcast for this episode, oh, Andy? Lake Champlain. That's in New York. Okay. <laughs> that's what we're thinking of. No, it ain't that. So like Champagne. Vermont, New York border yeah. and Canada. I don't remember this game at all, so I'm excited to watch it again. Yeah. I, I've seen the highlights of this game and it's very exciting. All right, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a Lake Champlain uh, deep dive. I'm gonna talk about the biodiversity of the lake. That's good. Come up with nicknames. I wonder for all how the, it's changed you know. over since 2002 as well. Yeah, I just want the wetlands. For all the like, fish. how much acres of wetlands, Greg? 
Well, it's uh, 490 square Andy, miles. Uh, any word from that guy who left us that review who wants to be on this thing on that? Well, I tried to answer you, but you interrupted me last time. No, we have not heard from whoever that was that left us the thing. Where did they leave the review on? On Facebook or iTunes? Somewhere else. iTunes? Yeah. Uh, um, we, we, we did post one, right? On Facebook saying if you... With this with you. on everything, yeah. I haven't heard back. I'll throw that again. I might reach out to who I think it is. Who do you think it is? The guy that left us the... Oh, yeah. Um, I'm thinking of Bears fans I know. I don't know any Bears fans. Uh, yeah, he probably got a couple twink friends, right, Steve? <laughs> and I actually know... I know. I mean, I know some from work. Work. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Great joke. Well, did you hear the beginning part of it, Steve? Well, I'm the only one who knows any fucking... I only am the one who knows any friends of any other team. Well, did you hear what I said, though? That I know gay guys? No, I said you know twink friends. No, I said no Bears fans. Yeah, I probably know a couple from work. <laughs> I know gay. I know gay people from work, too. Oh, do you? Oh, I can't. Work. I got... Some of my best friends are gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've convinced uh, another person on Twitter to come on. That that's hilarious, though. I actually, I actually do know a gay person from Chicago. They live next door. We're good buddies. Well, get him on oh, the yeah, goddamn yeah. pod, yeah. Greg. Shout out Jake. He's awesome. Yeah, I met Jake. All right, all right. We wrapped up. Uh, we'll see you next week. Oh, we're still recording? On the Pages yeah. Dynasty Podcast. Wow. Yeah. Dude, by the way, Lake Champlain sounds like it's got like some sort of fucking sweet underwater reef. An extensive Ordovician carbonate rock formation. Okay, yeah. Andy, you should just cut the uh, ending in way earlier. Oh, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut yeah. all this shit. Dude, but what about the ecology of the fucking lake, Andy? Cutting yeah. all of it. Dude, it's actually pretty big. Like the the War of eighteen twelve, the Revolutionary War, the Siege of Quebec. Should Ever heard I, of it? Should I try and get my Chicago friend on it for next week? Yeah, I'll, I'll try to reach out to this other person. <laughs> what are you doing? Dude, I have, I have my foot on the underside of my chair, and I accidentally press the button that lowers it, and like fuck, <laughs> it. it's like jammed my foot. Holy shit. All right, boys. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for tuning in again, and we will see you next week. Hey, later.